The Dave Noonan Show with Al Platt. Triple M. Yes, it is our Angry Birds. And this morning we have in the studio with us Hobart City Councillor Tanya Dennison. Good morning, Tanya. Oh, good morning. Oh, where are you? I might get you to swap over to there, pretty please. <laughs> we'll be talking to our tech about that. And we have on the phone leader of the Greens, Cassie O'Connor. Good morning, Cassie. Good morning, Al, Dave and Tanya. Good morning. morning. Now, Tanya, you and Jeff Briscoe from the Hobart City Council will introduce the motion at um, at a committee meeting in mid-October. Uh, to bring in mandatory drug and alcohol testing. Uh, you'll be the second Tasmanian Council to implement this following West Tamar. Why do you think this is important um, at the moment? Because all the rest of your staff are tested. Why do you think this should be a thing? Well, that's right. All of our staff right up to the senior management are, are randomly tested. At the moment, it just seems a bit of an anomaly that there's 12 people paid by ratepayers that aren't tested. So why is that? Why aren't they tested? Is it, uh, I believe, was it back in 2015 that Sue Hickey elected um, for that, that particular position to not be tested? Uh, there was a vote back in 2015. The majority voted uh, not to be tested. But look, that was, what, four years ago now? I think the, the expectations of the public has changed so much over that time. And as a council, we've worked really well on, on increasing our transparency and accountability with all the information that we publish. I just think this is really consistent with what we've already been doing. Cassie, how do you feel about this? Do you think that councillors should be um, should be mandatorily tested? Well, I'm just wondering where it'll stop. I mean, I think there are strong arguments for um, drug and alcohol testing people who operate heavy machinery where lives are at risk. But I reckon it's getting out of hand. It's like the fuddy-duddies on council have taken control. Where does it stop? Do we start mandatorily testing all public servants, doctors, nurses, cooks, cleaners? Do we mandatorily test radio announcers before they get on air? <laughs> you know, I just think... Um, I, I don't think Tanya's correct about this is the public mood. Um, I think there are many of your listeners who'd be scratching their heads wondering why you're mandatorily testing senior managers and council staff when they're not operating heavy machinery or in jobs where lives are at risk. Well, Cassie, you're not the only um, person that feels like this. Another councillor, Holly Ewan, came out yesterday. She said she thinks it's pretty disgusting, uh, this proposal. She said she thinks it's highly invasive and she won't support it. What do you well, feel about problem well, um, and, and remember, Holly, I think, is the youngest person on council and a policy like this will repel people from running for public office. It'll put them off. It'll put young people off at a time when we need to be encouraging bright young people into positions of leadership because this is going to be a very difficult century and we need bright young people on council, in state and federal parliaments. And if you've got sort of ludicrous mandatory testing regimes like this, they'll just be repelled. But don't you think fair's fair? I mean, Tanya, are you on board with this because you think, well, what's good for the goose is good for the gander? Oh, look, I, I just think it's time for this to be debated. I mean, it's not correct that it's not relevant to our roles. I mean, the, the councillors, a number of the councillors, uh, claim fuel expenses, which means they're driving on council time. So obviously you can't drive a car when you're under the influence. So if you're driving around on council time, you're cl claiming the fuel expenses, so you're obviously doing it, um, then it becomes a, a you know, a, a, an insurance, a, a liability issue for the council. So that's why it, I would say it, it applies to everybody because just about everybody drives as part of their role. And Cassie, 
what about the thought that, um, I mean, if someone is under the influence of illicit drugs or alcohol even, uh, how does that affect their productivity and their ability to, to do the job that they're paid to do effectively? I'm sure that there are people who have drug and alcohol or substance abuse problems um, who are having to or trying to hold down a job and that um, addiction of theirs is affecting their capacity to do their work. But the answer to that isn't a sweeping mandatory drug testing regime for a whole workforce. It's, um, it's crazy. I mean, shouldn't we be identifying people who clearly have troubles in the workplace and seeing what kind of help they need? I mean, what I understand is that the council is going to be debating a motion where you name and shame people on a public website if they've, um, you know, been out to lunch at work, come back and tested positive for alcohol or if they had a joint on the weekend because um, it stays in your system for a few days and they're named and shamed, even though it hasn't affected their productivity in the slightest. I mean, this, it, it should be about um, public safety um, and um, it should be about treating people like adults. I mean, Tanya's saying that, you know, council staff drive cars, so we have to mandatorily drug test them. Well, um, we're talking about grown people here. We're talking about adults um, who, if they're um, drinking and driving, will ultimately get caught and get punished. It's just sort of crazy. It's the sort of slow creep of the police state, I reckon. Girls, I really appreciate your thoughts on this sensitive topic. I'll just ask you one very quick thing, Tanya, out of curiosity. So if someone does test positive to uh, drugs, alcohol, and it is published, does it actually say what they've tested positive to? No, I don't imagine it will. And this is the thing. This this testing has been around in workforces for decades. It's not unusual or strange. You know, this has been a part of, of people's work days for a yeah, very long time. I just, I just don't understand sites. why councillors should be treated any different to anyone else. I mean, we're making big decisions with ratepayers' money. Um, and I think it's about accountability and transparency and proving to the... Um, to the ratepayers that not only are we fit to do our jobs, but we also think it's important to be fit to do our jobs. Watch this space. It'll be a very interesting mid-October committee meeting. Thank you so much for your time, girls. Tanya Dennison, Hobart City Councillor and Leader of the Greens, Cassie O'Connor. The Dave Newman Show. With Al Clash.